It's a night at the living geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 196, School Reunion. My name is John, and joining me every time we eat some greasy food that makes us smarter and concentrate more is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. That's what It's what I've always told people about French fries, but no one believes me. I know, right? <laughs> After this episode, maybe they will. I hope so, because, man, I had a really good dinner, but fries sound good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sir, how are you? I am I am well. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel this dark air foreboding around me. Oh. Because I am looking at the news and I'm looking at the world and every single week I go, oh, things can't get crazier and more dire, can they? And yet they keep doing that. It keeps happening. Yep. It's, yeah, I just, I don't get it. I'm I'm having to invent words to describe my ability to process all this and frankly i haven't invented any new words yet i just keep running out of yeah <laughs> yeah man yep it's crazy it's it is crazy. how are you doing i am doing well um i'm Excellent. trying to think if there's anything did we talk about well i get never mind that'll be a i guess what do we what's making us happy this week all right but last week did we talk about you know what we'll just segue into that why not um i i will go first with what's making us happy this week did we talk about my parents um selling their house last week literally the news oh, live came on. in as we were recording that's right yes so um funny enough sold their house and uh they already have found a new house up in rockland they put oh, wow. it they put an offer in and they got it so nice yeah, very, very quick. Um, it is, I, I will send you the, the pictures of it. It is uh, gorgeous. Oh, cool. Um, I've, got, I've got at least one childhood friend whose family moved up to Rockland. So. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah, they're about, I think, mm, I think 15 minutes, 10 minutes away from my, my sister. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. Very nice. Yeah, that's, uh, that is what's making me happy this week. They, I mean, that was what, two weeks it took them to put the house up for sale, sell it, and then get a new house. That's really impressive because I see houses going up for sale in my area when I go on a walk and I'm like, this has got to be the worst time to try and sell a house. But apparently a pandemic is not necessarily the worst time. No, apparently, it's, apparently it's not. I guess Yikes. at least in Campbell. Uh, yeah, I suppose. So yeah, uh, all tie. Well, besides, I'm sorry. All family ties to the to the Bay Area are gone. Man, it's all because that Del Taco left, huh? It is absolutely because it left. Del Taco, the best man, the best. I gotta go all the way. I gotta go all the way to Manteca. For well, how far are you from Manteca though? At least two hours, right? It's no, 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 Manteca. No, oh, from you, from Livermore, it's only about maybe forty minutes. Oh, I would drive forty minutes for Del Taco. Yeah, but I don't have to because there's literally one ten minutes from me. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I want a burrito with French fries in it, man. Oh, the California style. God, hell yeah! Love it. Love that place. It's so good. It's so weird good. though because they used to have like the I, I, what do they call it the ultimate taco. 
Yeah. They don't have that anymore. So I'm just like very puzzled that they don't have like a taco Supreme, huh? which makes me sad. But anyway, yeah, I have so many memories of getting off work like a closing shift. Yes. At Barnes and Noble. And even though I lived across the street and could just walk home, hopping in the bus and (laughs) driving down to Del Taco to get something to eat. Yeah, man. And then going back home and like, watching Doctor Who for a little bit before going to bed. I used to uh, watch the sun come up sometimes after uh, some debauchery at oh, that oh. Del Taco. Yes. Good heavens. Yeah, with my friends. Nice. Many, many a time. Just get, getting getting uh, deluxe chili cheddar fries at four in the morning. Good Lord. And just hanging out. Yep. Those wow. were the days, I guess. Indeed they were. Uh, but what is making you happy this week, sir? And you shared this with me, and I am ready for you to share it with our listeners. I did, I did. I'll share one other thing first because um, uh, Amber is in the process of moving her fifth grade classroom to her new first grade classroom. Oh, um, it, at least in anticipation of whatever might the next school year look like. Um, but Perrin has been helping her move stuff and he is like super amped and he wants to go in and help and he is like like taking charge basically he's like here let me lift those boxes for you mom let me do this let me do that so i just i love that he is it's not like summer doldrums and he's like oh, do we have to go to this mom i hope he never talks like that but you know he he wants to help and i love that and that makes me very happy that's great yeah, yeah. The other thing that is making me happy in just a kind of manic, insane uh, celebration of, I don't know what it is really, is I have discovered this um, musical artist. Uh, his name is Mark. I believe it's pronounced Rebier, but the only way I can remember to spell it is by saying Rebill It. Rebill It. Rebill it, and I heard him pronounce it, and I was like, "Oh, Rebby!" I'm like, "Wow, I didn't, I would not have said that myself because <laughs> clearly I'm not taking the French influence there." Um, and he is—he's crazy. He's insane. He he works a lot with loops and stuff, and um, I think he really improvs his songs kind of on the spot. And they are well, one dirty, not safe for kids. So, guys, if you go, oh yeah, speed up. If you go, don't have the kids around unless the kids know all the Barbara swear words, <laughs> and you're okay with them hearing it. Um, and yeah, it's it's speaking of debauchery. I mean, like his music is debauchery. Yeah, it is with some crazy bass. It's absolutely nuts. I uh, I had to send it to you first. I'm like, I'm going to mention this on the show tonight. And I'm like, you need to hear it so you you understand yeah. what I'm going on about. But it's just so funny. Like I wa- that first one that I sent you, I sat there on the couch the other day watching it, like while the kids are watching shows or something. I had my headphones in and it was so hard not to just bust up laughing and have the kids <laughs> go, What are you watching? What are you looking at? Because I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys can't see this. Yes, no. You know, you but cannot it was watch this. Just freaking hilarious. It's, it's so very good. funny. Yeah. So good. So that is just, that is bringing me cackles of laughter right now. Yeah, absolutely. I guess the other thing like that's making me happy is I do this podcast in our studio, which is non-operational for outside use. Uh, So we've taken down the quote unquote soundproofing we had in the window. Oh, uh uh-huh. 
So I just have the, I have, you know, I, the window is closed, but I have the, the drapes pulled back and I can just, uh, you know, just look at the sunset. It's nice. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. And by the way, thank you for, uh, hosting, uh, if memory serves. Oh yes. Recording last Friday. I need to edit that tomorrow as well. Oh my goodness. Wait, is tomorrow? No, tomorrow's 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 the end of the month. First of July is Wednesday. I kind of like to have it released on on the first of the month. Yeah. I guess if work just gets out of control, just you know, yeah. release it a day late. But we talked about Legos this month. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's great. Legos. Yeah, it's a good man. episode. Good episode. I used to build like I don't know where. Do you ever like you're like where did I get all of these Legos from? Like you just mm-hmm. have random Legos, and I yeah. I don't know. I'm very sure now. They are gone because the parents moved, but they kept a bunch of stuff. I would make random spaceships out of parts. Nice. And I, I wish I had, like, pictures of them or anything, but I well, remember just, was, like, these are great. That was one of the things that helped us is is many years ago now, I took all our home movie tapes and converted them to DVD. Mm. Um, plus, we've got a bunch of old photographs, So, um, and I made copies of the DVDs for, for my brother. And so part of his research is he'll go through and he's sitting there like taking uh, frames of videotape and, and figuring out which sets we owned. That's funny. So it's, yeah, it's fun. So, so after, after Wednesday, go, uh, go and check that out. Yeah. And we'll plug it again. We'll plug it again at the end of the show. Sounds good as well, but we got some who news to get to, and there is a slew and actually, um, not on here, but I'll I'll start off. Who knows? Um, w- uh, I guess this is more of a personal note. You know, if Gallifrey one happens, oh yes, your boys got their hotel room. So, yes, <laughs> uh, we'll be there again. Uh, we hopefully are excited oh, to God. see everyone. Yes, please. But uh, I mean, I'll say it: if you can't wear a mask, this isn't going to happen. So uh, yeah. figure it out. I don't wear your damn mask. Yes, please, please. So th- there you go. There's the first bit of news there. Yes, yes. And I'm so glad that you sent a tweet to or or a message to the entire group being like, guys, 15 minutes. I'm like, 15 minutes until what? And I went, oh, God, it's Friday. Oh, God. oh I need to do this real quick. I can't you remember know? who reminded I think Lauren might have reminded me. And then I went, you know what? I'll drop it in the group because no Good. one has said anything. Good. No, that's so appreciated. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it all it all got worked out. It looks like all the galley fams got rooms. I think even even friend of the show, Mike Solko, yes, got a he room did. at the hotel, which is excellent. Very it excited. Has to happen. Please. Yes. Please, pl- please let it happen. I haven't seen Mike in a year. It'll be a year. Yeah. I think Mike. Right. Far too long. I don't know. He'll tell us. Well, he 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 wasn't at this year's. No, I was super bummed. So yeah, yeah. It's all right. Hopefully, it's happening. But, we'll see. I know, man. Just it's way. It's so far out. I can't even possibly like it's a quantum foam of unknowingness uh, that yeah. far out. So yep. anyway, but 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 speaking of Gallifrey One friends, yes, good friend of the show and 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 doctor in her own right on Game of Rassilon, Riley Silverman. She got to talk with David Tennant. Jody Whitaker and Matt Smith all at the same time. Yes. This is amazing. Uh, I have yet to check this out, but I've seen stills from it and yep. oh my goodness. Um, 
what i'm so happy for riley that is just oh, like the man, right? and she is such just a great comic yes um i don't know if you've ever seen oh wait no she did stand up at uh mm-hmm. she did stand up at um oh at my galley. goodness at galley yeah oh oh yeah no she's fantastic she's great i i like the first time i ever saw her do stand up i went this is the funniest stand up I've seen besides my lovely fiance nailed it, saved it. Uh, and yeah, she's great interviewer. Uh, I mean, everyone should definitely follow Riley and definitely uh, check out this interview, which I will do soon. But I mean, man, yeah. so cool. So, so cool. Yeah. So it was, it was something put together because obviously they are, um, you know, all of modern who you now have to subscribe to HBO max in order to see, unless you actually own the discs mm-hmm. Hello, on yes. the discs. Um, and Oh yeah. That's so, where this lives. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where, um, that's where they, they were doing this thing and they had a couple of different people. I think somebody from IGN and they also got Riley in there to, to talk to them. And so, yeah, that was all, all incredibly cool, man. Yeah. I got to watch this for sure. Totally. Matt's totally, look. Totally. Matt's looking well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. David's got quite the beard. Done. Yes, he does. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, I feel. I feel like Jody's hair has gotten longer, and if they want to keep that into next season, I'm cool with that. I think it looks good. Man, I mean, when's the sixtieth? Uh, twenty twenty three. Man, could you imagine if they got Eccleson back and the four of them oh, did a? Oh my god, that would be. That'd be the best. That'd be incredible. That'd be so great. Anyway, Peter Capaldi too. Oh, and Capaldi. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All five. Well, Capaldi would come back regardless. Oh, I bet. (laughs) I bet. All five of them, and it's got to be a two-parter. Come on now. The 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 next five doctors. Yes. Oh, that'd be great. They just they just remake the five doctors. Oh my goodness. Fine. Why not? (laughs) Down right. Yeah. Why not? Oh my gosh. Well, anyway, um, Alex Kingston and David Tennant are getting back together for big finish Ooh, yeah so we have got river song oh we have got 10 and if you look at the art i just look that's you heard me go oh we get a little peter davis in too yes interesting this, this should be fun um they've i think they've done one box set together and i want to say it was it was at least four years ago, if not more. Wow, really? Than that. Yes. I, I'm i looking. I feel like I read that somewhere, and I don't. I literally don't see that information now, which is kind of typical for me when I go to find information in an article. My eyes just can't focus on it or whatever. Right. But uh, this uh, 10th Doctor River Song matchup is available for pre-order on the Big Finish site set to come out in november of this year there we go yeah um now john do you remember how we were kind of talking about this whole time lord victorious thing and they were talking about doing escape room yes and we're like dude how are they gonna do that in a pandemic well apparently they figured it out really yeah so 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 this doctor who escape hunt um they are doing a remote experience. Interesting. Yeah. So these remote experiences invite friends, family, and colleagues to come together via Zoom and play Escape Hunt's physical escape rooms from their own homes. Very cool. 
you and your team will direct a real life expert games master, move them around the room, find hidden clues, solve puzzles, and see if you can, I guess, get them to escape before time runs out. Interesting. I, okay. I mean, we could try it. Is it free? <laughs> no. No, forget it's, it. It's forget 60, it. 60 pounds. Holy moly. Per gameplay for, for, for a Zoom adventure. Oh, boy. I don't know. That's like 75 bucks America. Yeah. Like Never mind. Someone tell us how it is. <laughs> it's a one-hour right. experience. Yes. Prices are charged per game. Yeah. Oh, now, it, so so per game, and it's one to six players. So if you got six people, and they were all like, "All right, yeah, I'll I'll check in whatever it is, twelve bucks." I'm mm. like, "Okay, twelve twelve bucks. That's that's yeah. not as bad, right?" But if it's like just a couple of couple of guys, we're like, "Yeah, let's do it," and then it's like thirty thirty five bucks a piece. It's like, mm, yeah, nah, for a Zoom meeting, <laughs> I be would a, better be a pretty. Um, elaborate Zoom meeting. I yeah, I exactly. assume it would be. I I would hope so, but I just I don't know. I don't know. I would seriously rather not spend hardly any money. Uh, get on Zoom with some friends who know the Doctor Who role playing game really well and do that instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I would be down for that. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right. Um, again. Time Lord Victorious popping up again. I feel like I better. Oh no, I did meet that site. Good. Um, apologies in advance because the the this Doctor Who Watch link has got lots of ads all over it. So yeah, man. Uh, if if uh, if you follow this link, just go. Ah, there's a lot of stuff. Why don't you have a simpler link? Podcast guy, don't have a better answer for you. But um, so the Ninth Doctor and Rose, as part of this whole thing are going to be battling vampires yeah um in a three-part comic story that will appear in doctor who magazine starting with issue 556 which i want to say they just released 553 huh interesting i think maybe it's 554 darn it i don't know interesting um, regardless uh right, yes right. nine rows and vampires i love it i am down i am 100 yeah. percent down yeah rolling on oh 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 and speaking of mm. this most recent issue of doctor who magazine um what i love is that some uh, uh twitter accounts like the doctor who production news twitter account um will uh kind of tweet out just like small quotes from different articles it's kind of nice to give people a taste of what's in each issue because as much as i'm massive fan of doctor who i actually don't get doctor who magazine maybe i should right um, yeah. but according to doctor who magazine peter capaldi young peter capaldi oh. <laughs> once painted a huge mural of the third doctor's face in the time vortex like from the opening credits in his bedroom yeah i read that now even better than that is that and here i'll just read the read the tweet verbatim in 1973, so I'm not born yet, uh, Peter Capaldi painted a giant signed mural of John Pertwee's face coming out of the time vortex on the wall of his bedroom. Now, <laughs> Peter Capaldi is a pretty decent artist. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he was in 1973, so it 
might be kind of scary, but we don't know. His mother saw it and laughed, but quickly wallpapered over it. Which is the crazy. house was sold, but it's apparently still there under the wallpaper to this day. Is that like is that the blank house? Is that what it yeah. is? <laughs> that's 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 exactly what he follows the his own tweet with. Oh, is it? Yeah, um, it's it's not obviously the blank house. Um, but man, oh man, if for some reason I knew that I lived in that house, I would be like, okay, I've got my project for this weekend. Yeah. I need to carefully get this wallpaper down and, and uncover this mural because that's amazing. Yeah. That's, uh, I love this so much. Fantastic. Wow. Only Capaldi. God Only Capaldi. You, yeah. God love you, man. Well, John, I don't know if you picked it up just yet, but this week's big finish lockdown load is the final lockdown load they're doing. For now. How dare they? <laughs> how d- Who knows? I do. God, look at the world around us. <laughs> I know. Cases ticking up. Where's, it's getting ugly again. Where's big finish USA? We're not going anywhere. Yeah, right. Um, so anyway, the, the last lockdown load which I think is also a place in Scotland, lockdown load. Yeah, I think so. Uh, is part one of a story called Robophobia. Yes, I just um, downloaded basically it. Basically is a, excellent, is a sequel to uh, Robots of Death. This one features the seventh Doctor, however. Yeah, uh, very cool. I also believe yeah. isn't um, Chameleon in it? Is that not Chameleon? Uh, no, it's not? that is not Chameleon. It looks like him, right? No, no. no. Chameleon Silver. What's this guy? It's skinnier. This is oh, this is the robot from Robots of Death. Oh yes, okay. And I, I can never be five or something like that. There we go. Got VR it. Five or something like that. Well, never mind. No. One person is going to get that random Fox <laughs> reference I just made. Anyway, um, so yeah, and it and it sounds like, unless I'm completely misreading their tweets, that all all their specials, all their discounts, all the things that they've been doing, um, will all come to an end on. The fifth of July. Oh, okay. So if if you were thinking about getting in on one of the sales they've been having and you've been holding off, it sounds like you've literally got about five and a half days yeah. to take advantage of it. About wow. Okay. Um, what they're planning to do, if anything, from the sixth of July on, I don't know. We shall see. It is a mystery. Um, it is, but we <laughs> have to. I think. I think we also have to recognize and greatly appreciate how much those awesome folks at Big Finish have done for all of us. Yeah, man. Um, over the past 100 plus days. Oh, yeah. It has been. I, I, actually, I actually did the math. If yeah. you start from March 16th, when at least here in the Bay Area, we all started locking down. I have been working from home since March 16th. It was 100 days last Wednesday. Oh, yeah. That does sound about, that sounds, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Feels more like 100 years. But it's been 100 days. Feels pretty long, yeah. It has been indeed. Um, Goodness. Oh, anyway, yeah. Lastly tonight, this breaking just today, and and sad, sad news, uh, Lewis Mahoney. Uh, he was in some classic Who stories, but he may be best known for playing old Billy Shipton in the episode Blink has passed away. Yeah, man. You told me this, and I went, oh, because, I mean, yeah. old Billy Shipton, um, I mean, it, you know, if – that he made that story as classic as it is. He oh, was yeah. great. He was amazing. Yes. Um, really loved his uh, part in in Blink. 
Um, so good. Yeah, that's sad. It's very sad. Who and you? You said he played. Um, he was in Classic he, Who. He he was in some Classic Who, and I saw a tweet earlier in the day listing his roles. Uh, let me, let me see I if I can remember. Let me see if I can get this um, real quick. He was a newscaster in Frontier in Space, and he played the character Ponty in Planet of Evil. There you go. Boom. You you got there right before I did. I did. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Well, he will. He Went will be to Tardis Wikia and did not break my internet. Yay. <sighs> well, that's good. Always a good thing, right? Yes. And uh, speaking of good things, today we're talking about School Reunion, starring David Tennant as the Doctor, Billy Piper as Rose, Liz Sladen as Sarah Jane Smith, John Leeson as K9, and Anthony Head as Mr. Finch. That's how I say it, apparently. Uh, it was All written right. by Toby Whithouse and directed by James Hawes. And it first aired April 29th, 2006. Goodness me. It is the third episode of season two of Doctor Who. And we have some story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed we do. So this episode notably confirms, without a doubt, the fact that Modern Who is a direct continuation of Classic Who, not a reboot, because anytime somebody says it's a reboot, I kind of want to punch them in the throat. <laughs> yes. Something I'd never actually do in real life. Right. Um, but I do like that they note that it was a topic which was then under minimal debate in fandom. Yes, mi minimal. <laughs> minimal. Yeah. So for those couple people who cared about it, that matter was put to rest. I'd say a revival more than a reboot. Oh, definitely. Yeah. A, a, a reboot to me is like the six times that they've restarted Spider-Man. There you go. Yes. Or however many. It's or been, Batman. It like it's been six. Or Batman. How many parents Let's must say. die? Yes. Right. All of them. The answer is all it, of them. The funny thing is it's it's really just the Batman multiverse, and we're we're just getting it from different angles, and eventually they'll have like Batman into the multiverse. Yes. Or something. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Anyway, this episode marks the first time that the revived series clearly recognizes on screen that incarnations prior to the Ninth Doctor existed, probably also something that was minimally under debate at the time. Yes. Now, according to an interview with Toby Whithouse in Doctor Who magazine number 367, this episode had the working title of Black Ops. Oh. Because the original storyline submission for the episode involved the Doctor meeting Sarah Jane while investigating events at an army base near an isolated village. Okay. The change of location to a school was suggested by Russell T. Davies. Whithouse uh, later clarified in the DVD commentary that the original spec for the script given to an unnamed writer had been for a school. The writer had instead submitted an episode set in an army base and admitted that writing for Doctor Who was possibly not for him. So Whithouse had to write a script set in the school in a hurry. Weird. Yeah. An unnamed writer wrote something and went, this isn't for me, and left? Yeah. That's crazy. It's like, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm that good at writing Doctor Who. Um, peace out, y'all. All right. Yep. Um, so the canine prop used at the end of the episode uh, uh, is one of the original props from the 70s. Oh, really? Which I, I love because I, I think, and now I'm trying to, I'm really trying to dig back in my memory that that was the same one that came with John Leeson and the other 
canine uh, operators to Gallifrey One. Oh yes, my my very first year. Oh, I remember that. That was fun. Which which I got to take a picture with canine, and I got to touch that canine, um, <laughs> which I'm clearly still excited about. Um, oh, I love canine. Anyway, in one scene, and I think it's pretty obvious which scene it is. Uh, Rose and Sarah Jane Smith break up with laughter when the doctor enters the room after they had spent several minutes comparing notes on him uh, to get a realistic reaction. David Tennant actually wore a fake mustache, unbeknownst to the actresses, when he entered in that scene. This is why Billy Piper points at him in the episode, and their reaction was caught in one take. Oh, that's great. And when I was watching it today, and that scene happened, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can totally see that. That's great. I can totally see that, just knowing that that was the setup to get them to have that reaction. Very, very funny. As excellent. All right, Taylor, before we get to the episode, we have a world-famous synopsis, so take it away. Indeed we do, and I'm saying indeed a lot tonight. Anyway, the Doctor and Rose are investigating strange things afoot at a school, near a UFO sighting, no less. Mm. New headmaster, new staff, new amazing achievements amongst the student body, and apparently a brand new brand of chips being served in the lunchroom. Again, still really hungry for fries now, thanks. Mm-hmm. What's behind all this strangeness? Could it be a certain watcher from a completely different TV series? Mm. Well, Sarah Jane's on the case, and the Dr. Rose and two tin dogs are along for the ride. <laughs> it's a school reunion. Oh, my goodness, Taylor. The emotions. My emotions. Ah, yeah. Let us talk about overall feelings of this episode. What did you think rewatching this? This, and I have not watched this in quite some time, but Same. this is, this is just, this is great nostalgia. This I'd forgotten that they had connected modern who with classic who so early in tenants run. Yeah. This literally is the third episode. I dude, I was looking, I was like, well, clearly this is like it in second season. This isn't yeah. in the first. And then I went, Oh wait, no, it isn't the first. This is crazy. Well, his first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it is, it's, it's so much fun. It does such a great service to classic who those, those moments, like when the doctor first recognizes Sarah Jane and, he, and he's like trying to suppress a smile and you just, you know, and you have these feelings like, and the same in, in the reverse when Sarah Jane first sees the TARDIS and then sees the doctor and, oh. and you feel that again. And it's just like, Oh my God, oh. I've Um, it is. It's it's so good. Now the the only thing that I sometimes get hung up on is anytime I see Anthony Head, no matter what he's in, I'm expecting him to go to the library. I'm expecting him to be Jaws. I'm expecting Buffy to be there. <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, he was amazing. Uh, this whole this whole episode was fantastic. It was it was great to uh, relive all of Sarah Jane's first reactions. Yes. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll just hop right into our first uh, talking point here. How great was it to see Sarah Jane? Uh, it was great. Uh, every scene that she was in felt um, it. It had it just felt really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, when, especially when she first comes in and the doctor uh, doesn't. Well, the she doesn't recognize the doctor, and he's just right. he's just glowing. He's yes. he's so happy, um, and yeah, every scene between those two was great. And we talked about in the sh- in the story notes with with Rose and 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 Sarah Jane. At first, it was 
the shade that was being thrown, the shade. Oh my gosh, yeah. My goodness. And then they have the scene where they're just kind of trying to one up each other. I mm-hmm. thought that was that was great. And then where she, she, I saw the Loch Ness monster. Love it. Absolutely yep. love it. Um Yep. Yeah, I mean this was this was great and it it's kind of sad because it kind of feels like this is the last time they do that in Modern Who, right? Um do they have I like I'm trying to remember is there an old I'm sorry, a classic companion that comes back? You know, there's no, not in Doctor Who. I think we get I think we get somebody in the Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. Um um I haven't watched any of it. I know Matt but, Smith was in an episode. Yeah, and I want to say, I think, I can't remember if Sophie Aldridge was in an episode of Sarah Jane Adventures or gets mentioned right. in an episode. I, and I honestly, I can't remember which. I'm sorry, I can't um, uh, recall that clearly. But in terms of Doctor Who itself, no, we, we don't you know get yeah. anyone we we may get references obviously we, we've had you know like the the what is it grandson of harry sullivan yes and knock knock yeah and um, pictures and yeah. stuff like that but it's like we've never had another true blue companion in a current episode which is kind of kind of a bummer honestly yeah like this was the only time they did it and i, I mean yeah it's great to see classic monsters and stuff like that but like i mean all most of them are still alive and you know in the area you can't figure out something for them it just seems really weird yeah it's i would love to see i would love to see it again i don't think we necessarily need it's like oh here's this returning companion this season oh here's this returning companion oh, no. this season. you know nothing like that yeah i i'd like i'd love to see at least one more i'd, I'd love to see jody encounter well any of them. I mean, any of sure, them. Sure, yes. I've got some picks because whoever whoever she runs into, they're expecting the doctor to be male. Yes. So there's there's that. You know, I'll always make the case for Ace. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, let's let's get Doctor. Let's get Perry. Let's do it. Oh, Why not? God, yes. I don't oh, know. I don't know what she would uh, do, but sure. Oh my god, that would be that would be a hoot. Yeah, I mean, I it, I think that was, like, another thing I was going to bring up is just, like, this is the only time. Well, I mean, you know, Sarah Jane goes on to be in, I think, a finale or two. She shows up again, but I'm saying, like, yes, we right. ha- she's the only classic companion that shows up in Modern Who, which is fine mm-hmm. because she's Sarah Jane Smith and she can do what she wants. And she's, you know, right. one of the all-time greats. But, I mean, it, it it just felt like this episode, just watching it, you know, right now, today, I was just like, this is so great. And I, I just wonder if it's because, you know, we've done the deepest of dives on Classic Who mm-hmm. uh, that maybe I have a, a, a better, I definitely have a better appreciation for watching this episode again. Oh, yeah, I believe it. And, yeah, I mean... It was great. It was good stuff. I loved every bit of Sarah Jane in this. It felt it felt great. And also it just like the send off was great uh, too. I mean I teared up. Oh yeah, I did too. I cried a couple of times. I'll admit yeah. that to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh when uh when he tells K9 he's a good dog. Oh. I, I got up and I uh. found I found hashtag Henson the little pup and I gave him a hug. 
Good. And then I came back and finished the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was a very emotional episode. I will yeah, say that. Um, for sure. And I mean, yeah, I think just having that deep appreciation now for Classic Who in this second watch is just uh, is just Made great. That much more nice. And, you know, I mean, with the, I guess, the nostalgia factor and just having that appreciation, there were a lot of other feelings going around this episode, and that is the feeling of jealousy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Jealousy just... was in the air. Hey, jealousy. Uh... Hey, jealousy, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I man, just, I'm, I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's I, pretty it, nuts. It's... I mean, it is pretty nuts, but it literally is like, I mean, they're like shooting daggers at each other for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the shade, it was, it was apparent put on, put on, uh, some, some, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, there was shade happening for sure. There, there, there definitely was. I mean, like, but, and the thing is, the thing is I get it, Yeah, you know, I, I get, you know, I get where Sarah Jane's coming from. You know, she she was upset the doctor didn't come back. Yes. And now here's here's this young blonde thing running around with him. Um and and I and I get Rose's perspective. I mean, she's she's led a fairly uh provincial life, you know, she mm-hmm. hasn't like traveled much. Now she's doing this grand trip of the doctor, but at the same time, even for as many adventures as she's had, both with nine and then so far with ten, you know. She doesn't really know that much. I mean, it's kind of like our our current companions companions in the Doctor is like you don't really get a moment to kind of take in that scope of oh yeah, this guy next to me who looks like he's maybe thirty, you know, or thirty five at most, is actually like fifteen hundred yeah. years old. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, it's. The, the mind doesn't connect it un, until you're forced to kind of slow down and and really confront it and really kind of take that in. So obviously it hasn't done, it hasn't occurred to Rose that obviously he's had plenty of other companions before. Oh yeah. Um, and 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 so while at the same time I don't like that feeling, I I understand it. I know where it's coming from for both of the characters, and obviously I love that they've worked through it. Mm-hmm. Um. But, mm, you know what, I've got one other thing to say, but it's more about Rose and it more pertains to someone else later on in our in our discussion. So I'll, I'll, I'll say yes, that I mean, that that is uh, that's another thing. Yeah, we will we will get to that person in a couple of minutes here. But yeah, I mean, just the the talk where where Sarah Jane has not moved on Mm-mm. at all. Um, and Rose is like, what do you mean? There were other companions. And, you know, the doctor has to explain to her that uh, I don't die, I regenerate, which is a it's a great speech. Yep. And he's like, basically, hashtag sorry, not sorry. I mean, (laughs) this is just how it is. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, there's a lot of that going on. We'll talk about the other jealousy, which is just like, I mean, we'll hopefully we don't I won't go on a huge rant about this character, but um. We got some special effects going on here. Uh, yeah, I'm. It's funny because I feel like I definitely feel this way about the very first season of Chris Eccleston's season. I, I feel it a lot about 
this season, but I feel like, I don't know if it's the cameras they used or just what, but mid-2000s Doctor Who has just this look to it that already feels a little dated. Yeah, and we're talking about uh, the, the Curlitane. We are talking about the Curlitane, but I'm, 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 I'm also talking about just just Oh, the the, how it was shot. Yeah. Yeah, obviously from Tenet, from Eccleston and Tenet to Smith, there is a huge difference. There totally how, is. And I, I'm shot. sure there's technical details in the background. Oh, we used this type of camera and this yeah. type of lens and we were shooting this and we were shooting that. And I don't know any of it. Yeah. But there's just, yeah, there's something about like the Davies era. And I'm, and I'm not dissing it. There's great stories. There's great adventures. I love it. But it's something where like today I pop in the disc and I go back and I watch it and it's just like, oh yeah, this just, yeah, this. <laughs> yeah. This looks like it's been a while. It know? looks like it's been longer than than the while it has been. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't know why that is, but but the the effects that are the Krillitanes. Yeah, I mean, what what are you thinking here? Because I mean, I I kind of like I don't know if it held up, but I thought it looked cool, and I got what they were going for. I have a couple. Oh, totally. Of, I got some screenshots down below. Um, I mean, it, it almost kind of looks like they had a practical one, and then they went, "We should just CG it," and they <laughs> just took the model from like the side, the uh, profile shot I have in here. Yes, I'm looking at that right now. Like that's CG, but it looks practical. It does. It does. I would not be surprised that they had sculpted at least one uh, uh, practical one. At yeah. one point, to make models off of, but, but you're right. I, I can totally see that. There is. Uh, they look I'm, very I'm, gargoyle-ish. They look very gargoyle-ish. They look a little cartoony. Yeah, I think that's kind of what throws people off a lot with you know with this era of who is like these monsters. I, I think they're creative and they look cool, but they look too yeah. cartoony. Yeah, and there's a few times like when um oh gosh, what's his name Kenny goes yes. into the computer lab the unsung hero yes of course it's a kenny no less yes um i don't know if that's an intentional south park reference or not um the poor tubby kid who can't have fries <laughs> yes anyway <laughs> um but there's there's the one uh uh krillitane and, he, and he's he's under the desk and then yes. up pops like the dude in human form yes above the desk when he's under the desk that, that's a really dark room and it's like i don't know if the effects were just like you know what if we don't light him a little bit under here you're not gonna be able to see him at all right but it by lighting the cgi in a completely dark room it just it kind of threw me off yeah for some reason and, yeah. and again i understand that i'm i'm probably being really nitpicky here because it was still fun it was still a great adventure they they did a good job with things but i don't know if i've just become used to like the effects and the quality and stuff that we have today with the companies they're using and mm. i go back and i look at this and they weren't quite there yet i think doctor who was still you know modern who was still kind of getting its legs at this point yeah um but yeah it they were just like they could have notched it up a little bit in terms of some of the detail maybe because they seem kind of not the profile so much. The profile's got some good detail on it, but yeah. when they're like crawling through the corridors and stuff, and maybe yeah. it's just the speed they're moving, 
they almost look a little too smoothed out. I don't know. I mean, they kind of they kind of look a little claymationy. Yes, just a little Thank bit. You. Thank you. And I, I can see that. that. Maybe, maybe that's where my mind is trying to go with that. And I almost wonder is if because you know this is supposed to be a family children's show, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what time this would come at least this you know when season two would come on in the uk but Mm, um it just uh you know it it feels like maybe they had a different design than then they went too scary you know that's very possible i mean i could see that That, maybe that's why everything's so well lit because they didn't want to scare anybody too too. bad yeah i mean obviously they're frightening yeah yeah and at the same time anytime they they kill someone. I mean, look, <laughs> we get a student killed in the cold open. Yes, man. And then we get, you know, the, the entire teacher body murdered. Yeah. And um, granted, it's all technically like off screen. Yes. But those screens, I'm like, those are pretty. Oh, sound design was great. Serious screens. Uh, you know, just, yeah, the screams and the screeches of the, the Krillotane were great as well. The yeah. little bat-like screeches. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, did they hold up? Mm, sure. I, I mean, I'll go with a sure. Okay. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed them. And then I, when I started watching this episode, I went, oh, no, this is the one with the bad CG. And I, I looked at it again. I went, it's not the best, but it's also not the worst. No, it's not. I, I honestly, I think I'm being too nitpicky. I'm being too critical. Well, I mean, but, you know, like I, it's middle of the road. And, it, you yeah. know, it is, it is something we can discuss because i mean we've seen i mean i don't think this is um oh my goodness what is uh um father's day bad (laughs) right you know which was an episode i mean spoiler for everyone which was an episode i did look at didn't we already review that oh yes yeah i looked at it again man i just gotta i just gotta (laughs) check that reference because i'm scared now every time i pick something i'm like we already did it now um so we mentioned a character earlier on that we wanted we wanted to talk about, and yes, indeed, it is Mickey. Mickey is in this episode. I oh, think Mickey. he is fantastic in this episode, and just overall, I think uh, Mickey as a character gets a really bad rap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just kind of trying to work with what's given to him. Um, I, I yeah, I I school reunion has this viewing has kind of redefined some of the feelings I've had from that era. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, one, I'd forgotten about Mickey, the conspiracy theorist. Oh, I had too. I I, forgot he was a little researcher guy. Yeah, that's right. He's our little research boy and he's trying to hack Torchwood and, and look UFO sightings and Mothman or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, I think you're right. I think Mickey totally gets a bad rap. Um, I know the doctor's picking on him and I know he, he has the realization. Oh, I'm the, the t- he has some great stuff going on here when he realizes he he's the tin dog. I think there's another great line that he has somewhere. Um, what was it? I can't remember uh, when he's in the car. Oh, the scene with him and canine in the car. You oh, have a car was yes. great. Uh, yes, that was we were great. in a car. We are in a I know, car. I'm trying to figure. We are in a car. <laughs> then it finally dawns on him. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I feel like there was another scene 
that I was like, this is great. Like, Mickey is just killing it right now. There was another. Yeah. Oh, Mickey unplugging the cord from the uh, from the wall, just right. like very matter of factly. I th- yep. <laughs> thought that was really funny. And then, and then all the students' headphones magically disappearing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, which actually is listed in the production errors on Hardest Week. Oh, is it? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, but that totally jumped out at me this time. Very funny. I, w- I mean, I'll say like, you know, Mickey Mickey gets a bad rap as the jealous boyfriend. Um, in this, he kind of felt like the friend that was helping. Mm-hmm. He did, like, uh, you know, and I mean, he does put the di- he does dig at the doctor a bit and go, oh, uh, you know, the the new misses in the X. Oh, this is every bloke's worst nightmare or something like that. Yeah, but OK, I need I need to talk about the end of the episode yeah man is like because let's talk about it okay okay mickey goes hey can i come along and then clarifies not with you sarah jane which would have been great by the way dude i'd I'd watch it that would have if he was on sarah jane's if he was on sarah jane adventures oh my goodness i think that would have been great him with k9 that would have been the best oh god anyway two of them bantering away yes oh i would too And the doctor agrees, and Rose's reaction made me so pissed. Yeah, dude. Well, because, like, before when he says, he says, I want to come with you, Rose actually looks at the doctor and mouths no. Did she really? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, I watched it. I had to rewind it. I watched it, like, two two times. She glances over at the doctor and says no. Wow. And then Sarah Jane wow. Smith goes, you need a Smith with you. Yes. It only makes sense. Yes. And he agrees. And she, her eyes about roll out of her head. Oh, my God. Okay. She, ooh, that makes me even more. Okay. Okay. I am, gonna, I am going to enrage <laughs> every last person out there who might, like, still, for some stupid reason be shipping rose with any form of the doctor <laughs> okay what about the i'm clone? sorry no. <laughs> I, I don't care <laughs> clone doctor regular doctor nine i doesn't matter rose could develop a thing for three minutes it'd still piss me off wow okay yeah <laughs> right okay oh goodness i i'm sorry shoot week shoot week every week shoot is shoot week. week yeah okay i i didn't understand people getting all bent out 10 rows back in the day i get it even less now after re-watching this episode okay yeah mickey is your effing boyfriend okay? yeah man i mean yeah yes, yes you 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 may have your knickers in a twist for 10 okay but but either stand up and be like okay mickey i'm sorry it's over she hey, it's does over. she okay. ever i don't remember Rose. I don't Mickey, remember if she ever does. I think up. Mickey actually finally is like, you know what? Look, I'm done. I think that's what happens at some point. Okay. But but like this reaction like pissed me off so much. I am like, I am firmly camp like F Rose. Like Rose is trash. Wow. Okay. So I, I, I say I cannot I am on uh, I am on uh Doctor Who uh the Reddit. Um Okay. And 
which uh, for some weird reason uh, hasn't... Oh, wait, never mind. I'm sorry. I almost was just went on a huge random rant of them not updating it with um, with 13, but never mind. 13's there. My bad. Um, so whatever the topic is, whatever happened to Rose and Mickey's relationship? Oh, God. And it's like, it's like one minute they were going out, and then the next they're not. And somebody said, I think their final breakup was an Age of Steel Rise of Cybermen. And okay. that's what everybody's saying. So, all right. So, so, so like halfway through this season. Yeah. And like in Boomtown, it seemed like he still had hope is what people are saying. So, yeah. And it's like at this point, it's it's so weird because I almost feel like here Mickey is just like, all right, I just want to hang out with you. Oh, oh, when she said when he, he's like he calls her and says, hey, this is happening at the school. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, you weren't lying. And he's like, uh, did you think I'd make up an emergency like this just to see you? Yep. It's just very weird. Yeah. And That's I mean, it, it's it's so strange because he continuously has the hope and she kind of just treats him like garbage. Yeah. And uh, granted, Mickey is not a perfect individual, but yeah, she treats him horribly mm-hmm. and he's just like he is trying to spend time with her like all right you're going on these adventures and like i said this episode it just feels like he's a friend that wants to go on cool adventures yeah because he's into the conspiracy theory stuff he wants to see and i can't believe you know it's absolutely hilarious that after rose meets sarah jane smith the the next episode is madame pump Right. Which yes. is just like so funny. Yeah. But yeah, man, I think Mickey gets a bad rap. Um, I will co- continuously say that every time. Um, if someone wants to, to to tell me otherwise, I'll listen to that argument. But I feel like I've watched enough Rose, Mickey, Mickey, Doctor, Mickey and Doctor Who to realize like she treated him terribly all of the time. Granted, in the first couple of episodes, he he was not great. And I think that's the picture they were trying to paint, but I'm not really sure what, what happened to where, because in this, like I said, just trying to be helpful. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, let us know your feelings. We'd love, we would love to hear from you. It's uh, twitter.com slash the (laughs) podcastica. I'm serious. I want to know, like if people, people go back and look at this and I don't really, I don't really get it, like how the the hate for Mickey. Yeah, I, I I would be curious too, honestly. I would, I would be very curious. Another thing I'm very curious about, and I actually looked it up. I was apparently um, on a big Doctor Who uh, Reddit kick today. Was why was something that w- that seemingly was so powerful in the uh, what is it the Skask? Oh my goodness, I should have the Skaskis parad- paradigm. Yes. Like the, what did they call it? The God Maker? The Skasis. The, the, the Skasis. It just has the word ska on it, so I just want to say it. <laughs> Why is it this? everybody into rude boys. <laughs> Why is this never mentioned again? This thing, um, the God Maker, you, if you, un, because, well, the, the whole plot of this is the kids are trying to hack the planet, a.k.a. this this code 
so that right. um, our villains can unlock the secrets of of everything and make their own new universe in their in their vision. And it's like this thing is never brought up again, which I thought was very strange. Honestly, I I find it to be very Doctor Who. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I I agree. Something something that is purported to be this amazing and 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 universe altering um probably should come up again if it's that important and that big a deal but it never does yeah it's it's a li- like i found that to be a little strange but i mean yeah. i guess that does make sense there are you know a- everything is a world ending event if you really think about it um but yeah i mean i thought that was strange and i'm and who withouse wrote this right yes I'm surprised we haven't seen it brought back. It just seems like a very powerful thing that more than just, you know, our our gargoyle villains would want anyway. Well, for what it's worth, I'm pretty sure Toby Whithouse is on Twitter. We could always ask him. Yeah. Hey, um, we could. But, you know, you know when when you were just soliciting people's input on, on Mickey and on Rose and all that, I, I realized that, that we had a poll for the time monster that we never came back around to. Oh, we did. We did. Yes. Whether or not the, the, the time sensor prop was, uh, Oh yes. The prop department was playing a rather phallic joke. Yes. On Dr. Who. And, and, uh, it was basically, you know, Oh, they definitely were. Or now, now I don't see it. We had a whopping four votes. <laughs> so whichever one of you voted before about chameleon versus adric and chose not to vote this time shame on you um and in a a a uh, three to one vote yeah that's that's definitely a uh yep. chicken bears joke playing yes. on Doctor Who. i love the nah so, i don't see it i want to know who that is i would be very curious to reveal yourself nobody, nobody seems to own up to these things no 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 I, I have to wonder if um, I don't even know how I would phrase the whole Mickey Rose things in 280 characters and then stick a poll on. Yeah, it. I'm not really sure how that but, would. But if you do have feelings, yes, please, please. Yeah, us. let us know. Yes, because I mean, I promise I will not just like shut you down. I'll I will listen. No, we're here for the conversation. We are. I swear we are. Uh, Taylor, do we have any any final thoughts about this episode? I think for me, like the only the only thing that I, I think we need to just highlight a little bit is mm-hmm. Anthony Head is Mr. Finch. Uh, yes. What a what a what a villain! Yeah. I just, really, especially like the "Join me, Luke, and we can rule the galaxy" speech. <laughs> um, that was great. I mean, the little one on one scene uh, at the pool was great yes. i i really enjoyed that i thought it was a lot of fun um i yeah he he's a fantastic actor um you know i you got to remember that like when this stuff is is being filmed you know they're they're probably going a lot more on the director's direction than actually having sound effects already there so it's like okay anthony we need you to make this face oh my goodness dude and 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 there's going to be this horrible screech put in later on and it's going to look amazing but right now we just need you to make this face um and any actor's ability to do that and really commit to it has to be applauded yes Uh, absolutely i I applaud that because i don't i don't think i could do it and i an (laughs) iconic face yes that's for sure 
Yeah. Like, I, uh, I distinctly remember this face when I think of this era of Doctor Who. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have just a couple things that, yeah, I want to grab hold of and mention before we wrap yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still hungry for fries. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I, having been through two seasons of Jody, I really was tickled by 10 going team oh yes comrades you know and i'm like wait a second yes that was gosh it's our team gang fam yes uh just with a different doctor i thought that was kind of funny um and i just (laughs) i don't know why but i find the kids once they've been evacuated from the school and the school basically blows up yes and they are all cheering Kenny blew and up the school. Kenny blew up the school. And it's like, like, I get it. I get it. We're playing to the idea that most kids are like, uh, school, what a chore. Yeah. But I'm sorry if at any point in my life I had just been evacuated from my school and my school exploded. I don't actually think I'd be cheering. Yeah, they're they're they cheering and traumatized. They're cheering immediately. Yes. All of them. It is. It's like, yay, our school just got ruined by Michael Bay. And also, all of my, all of my teachers are dead. Well, <laughs> I'm assuming they haven't been told that yet. But yeah, I mean, you know, here's, yeah. Can, can we see this this part you know, or this episode, you know, two days in the future? Yes, right. Just can we have an after credit scene of them being sad or something? Yes. I don't know. You know, it being announced on the news that not only is the school destroyed, but literally the entire faculty has been murdered. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Woof. Uh, I know, right? (laughs) All right. Shall I? Well, uh, should we? You know what? I'm going to hit this button. I'm hitting it. Hit it. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time for the double scale. I that's that is one of your greatest creations. Oh, just, thank you. I'll just let you know every time. It's not a 40 minute loop of it, but <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Oh, God. So, I mean, the only thing that would be a, a on the on the Duggan scale of smashing, I would be Mickey driving the car through the school. I feel, yep. uh, yep. at, you know, at the um, the suggestion of K9. <laughs> who uh man he just uh he explodes he wants mickey to drive a car through his school he, it's crazy um canon's gotten reckless in his old age yeah crazy <laughs> um i would i would say if if we were giving mickey driving uh the car through the school the front of the school to help evacuate the children i i mean you know it's it's simple but effective i'm going to go with a 4 I think. Oh, okay. I think I don't. I don't want to. You know, if you, we got to balance this scale out a little bit, I think a four, a respectable four, is good. I, you know, uh, okay. I will. I'll see that. I mean, I, I think I tend to just be a little bit more generous with my numbers. Yes. Uh, generally speaking, I was thinking closer to a five. Okay. Uh, if granted they do fall into the trope of actually slowing down the footage as it hits. Yes. In the attempt to make it more dramatic. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, 
because admittedly, yes, he's going fast. And, and if he hits the, the, the front door fast, the scene will be over fast. And, and that's understandable. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to at least recognize that like this, this, I don't, maybe it was candy glass that they used in the door, but the door frame was still a very solid door frame because uh-huh. it very clearly like smashes the heck out of the front window on that Passat wagon. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yes. And it, and, and to that realism of it. Um, and if that was just the regular glass doors and they're like, well, we'll replace them. We promise. Yeah. Um, more is the credit. So I will, I will go with a five on that. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, moving on. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the close <laughs> All right, crazy, crazy bat creatures, um, school children and faculty being eaten. Yep. What are we thinking here? Lots of French fry consumption. Yes. I'm really focused on those tonight. Oh, I man. know. Um, you know, normally I wouldn't. I wouldn't think it all that scary. And obviously I love how it connects classic who with modern, mm. uh, but I'm finding more and more that I have got two kids going in two different directions when it comes with their tolerances for scary stuff. Like my son had a really bad night over the weekend oh, because boy. he freaked himself out just from watching a cartoon. Oh no. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. So, so I will say this, the, the, even with the Krillitanes killing off camera, Mm-hmm. right the screams we get at least one jump scare yes with acrylatane um yeah i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna hold off on that one just for a little bit okay um only because i myself understand the power of the mind to fill in the blanks yes and yes. make it even scarier the uh the old alfred hitchcock less is more precisely yes. precisely and, and especially especially when you have a student killed in the cold open yeah immediately yeah that's not necessarily like again i can handle it yeah i know it's doctor who i know it's acting i know it's all fake um but i also understand that my kid may go oh god what was that like? What horrible things yes. must have just happened in all that noise. <laughs> Fills in the blanks, freaks out, and then, you know, here I am getting, you know, maybe three hours of sleep. <laughs> well, there you go. So, yeah, my, I, I feel like my behind-the-couch scales from now on are going to be a little skewed. That's fine. That is fine. All right, Taylor, it's my turn next week. It is. And I have picked, and I told you I have a story behind this episode. And I didn't get to hear it until now. No. Um, I have only watched this episode once. Ooh, okay. And I have rewatched Doctor Who a couple of times. Um, In When people ask me, because, you know, everybody wants to get the Tenet. Yeah. I tell them they don't have to watch this episode. So I, what I am doing is I am... I guess uh, forcing myself to rewatch this episode for the first time since the very first time I watched watched wow, I it. I really enjoyed this one too. Well, we're gonna see if I enjoy it, and it is the Qu- Unquiet Dead, starring Christopher Eccleston as the Doctor, Billy Piper as Rose. You're making some edits, nice. Uh, Mark Gatiss uh, di- uh, wrote it, and it was directed by Euros Lynn. Mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah, this is an episode I always skip in my rewatch. I go, well, don't care. Yeah, I guess the first time I watched it, I went, this really just didn't do anything for me. So we're going to see if that holds true. So a bit of an interesting test for myself. So there you go. This will be interesting because I I really rather like this episode. Well, we'll see. We'll see how I feel because I I barely remember anything about it because I've only watched it that one time. So until then. You can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ThePodcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BlueBoxUFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. And, uh, you know, notlg.spreadshirt.com, patreon.com slash notlg. But, I mean, support your friend. I mean, it doesn't look like we're we're going outside anytime soon. So, again, yep. if you have friends who are artists, support them any way you can. Buy their stuff. Retweet their stuff. Just help them out. That's the mission statement. So, totally. next week, the unquiet dead. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a little excited, Taylor. Good. I want to see. I want to see how I feel here. I'm excited to share my thoughts with everyone next week, and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Uh, very cool. I also believe yeah. isn't um, Chameleon in it? Is that not Chameleon? Uh, no. It's not? That is not Chameleon. It looks like him, right? No. No? no. Chameleon's silver. What's this guy? He's skinnier. <laughs>